Welcome to the Sober Gay Guy Podcast. My name is TJ and I have no idea what's going on, but I do know that I'm doing my best and that I'm feeling it all along the way. Join me and my friends and listen in on our sometimes serious, but most of the time ridiculous take on life and how we're trying to figure it all out along the way. Join me and my guests as we talk about addiction and recovery, our family, our kids, uh, sometimes our other friends and the jerks on the road that we really want to just run over with our cars. We'll laugh. Sometimes we'll cry. Most of the time it's just going to be fun. So pull up a chair, pour yourself a cup of coffee, maybe a cold bubble water and join us and join in on the fun. We're glad you're here. We're all important. The Sober Gay Guy podcast is sponsored by Yoga on the Block Yoga Studio. Yoga on the Block's owner and teachers are committed to what community stands for safety, equality, and friendship. Each class provides a fresh approach to traditional yoga without sacrificing the foundation of each class. Plus, they have offerings for every level, from beginner to advanced. Students attend in-studio classes at their cozy boutique studio in downtown Brookfield that are broadcast online through virtual live stream. And at $19 per class, they're the best value for a yoga class around. Check out their class schedule at www.yoga-ontheblock.com for more details. Well, hi. Goodness me. And what, what, well, first off, welcome to season two. Season two of the Sober Gay Guy podcast. Um, you know, I clearly took a very long hiatus. Uh, I don't expect you to do the math, but I'll tell you, the last time that I was here was in December. A lot happened uh, in December. I opened my new studio and uh, really hit the ground running then because I didn't expect to open when I did at the end of December there. And um, it became a, a pretty big success very quickly and has taken all of my time. And there's also been a lot of transition here at my home with my boy and um, new schools and just so much. And you all understand, I know you're such a gracious, gracious crew. So, but I'm here and um, today uh, I am reading for you um, a blog post reading from November of 2020, 2020 um, called Goodbye Robot. And uh, so named because my life back uh, when I was in active uh, addiction and alcoholism, I just felt like a robot. Everything was Groundhog Day. Um, and um, thus, I felt like a robot. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, it's really kind of free form. And I, I hope moving forward here that weekly I'm going to be able to record for you and post and then also have guests moving forward. It's going to be a fun season uh, and have some really special people on. 
um, and also my freeform speaking and um, blog posts, uh, in addition to just my blog post readings, but also um, just my regular old podcast where it's just me and then my guests and special guests and stuff like that. So enjoy episodes, episode one from season two. Um, goodbye, robot. So thanks for being here. Uh, obviously, like and share this episode, please, if you don't already. Um, go over to my Instagram page and like it on over there. Go to my TikTok and like it there. Uh, and thanks for sharing. And also, um, if you're so inclined, feel free to go on over to anchor.com um, and feel free to support my, uh, my page, uh, The Sober Gay Guy. Um, you can go ahead and support me financially if you'd like to, to um, help with production of this also. So I would really appreciate that. So thank you once again. I'm so glad you're all here. I love y'all and um, enjoy today's podcast. Bye. Sunday has become my day to write. I start at the beginning of my week trying to piece together a specific memory pool of my life and try to make enough sense of it to put on paper. Most of the time I have an idea of what it is I want to work on, but inevitably the prose is too deep or too much for me to enunciate in a way that won't be too triggering to my audience. Last night I made the clear decision that I was going to finally write about something that made me laugh at myself. Levity, in what is a very deep and sometimes dark collection of essays. The plan was to talk about a trip abroad that I took when I was a college student, but every time I came up with the opening paragraph, I would instantly flash to a word in my head and be too distracted to start. Try as I may, I can't bring myself to write about that trip. But I promise, it's cataloged for a later chapter. So no levity today. Today will be about time. Early on in my decision to stop drinking, I couldn't help but recognize how bored I was. I was gifted with time to reflect on my path ahead, but more important bemused the destruction I had left behind. Not now, but soon, I will tell all of my truth the whole reason for me to quit drinking, but I'm not ready. In the meantime, I will ask each of you to once again trust me with your precious time. Back in July, sometime around the 17th or so, nearly a week after I started on this journey, I had a flash of me, once again, losing my temper with my sweet boy Jonah. It wasn't the first time in that week that I had a fleeting moment of clarity that revolved around my kid. After all, more than anyone in my life, he was the one person that was left wondering what was wrong with me. Admittedly, it had become routine for him to respond to a sharp tongue lashing from me with maybe it's time for a vodka or why are you so mad at me? Are you out of wine, Dad? This from an eight, nine or 10 year old person that was responsible for his health and well-being, for his life. I have had a lot of shame in the last decade that has revolved around plenty of misgivings and bad decisions, but in retrospect, 
with nothing but clarity to torture me. My biggest regret is the reality that I hurt the feelings and neglected the place the most precious gift ahead of all else. Keeping my sweet son in the shadow of liquor was a conscious decision fueled by greed and desire, and the guilt of it stares me up and down and holds me responsible, and I own it. I would be remiss if I didn't also mention what I put his other father through. Picking up the pieces of our broken life on a daily basis also became the norm for him. Sheltering and shielding our son became closed doors from the bad guy. As a couple, both played a part in the cat and mouse game of a deteriorating marriage. I know not to take all of the responsibility, but I won't ignore the fact that he was forced to pay most of his attention on our boy and his own mental health. Our marriage naturally became second fiddle. Where else would he have focused his energy? It certainly wasn't to talk about last night when we knew well enough that the conversation would be wasted because you see, I had no memory of the night before. His battles were valiant and I honor his efforts. I cannot expect him to forgive me so swiftly and I often sit back and I whisper my apologies to him without his knowing because my shame is still raw, but I'll get there. So time. As a young adult, my mom told me that the older you get, the faster time moves, but I place no credence to the statement and find myself brandishing my fists at science, angry that I can't go backwards, but mostly wishing for more of it. Time for me these last number of years has been fleeting. When I say I have very little memory of my day-to-day -day these last eight or ten years, I mean it. I would rush through my day seven days a week just to get to five o'clock. If you recall from my very first blog entry, I was a classy drunk, so unless it was a weekend with friends or family, I never drank before the five o'clock whistle, maybe three o'clock whistle. I now know that I was what is referred to as a high-functioning alcoholic. In a day, I would go through the same routine from my alarm to my first drink in the same order every single day and tell myself I was living in the Groundhog Day movie. The part that I keep referring to in my mind's eye that dawned on me about seven, maybe ten days into my sobriety is this. Every waking moment of my day today, be it a weekend day, a vacation day, in the hospital with another ailment, at a hospital with someone that had an ailment, in the car, you name it, every single solitary moment of my life revolved around when I was going to pour my first drink. Anything in my path that got in the way of my first drink would be annihilated either with threat of anger, raw anger, or absolute disregard, and that included my son and his other dad. In the moment that I realized my pattern, my world shifted a little bit more. It was that moment that I realized I was healing, and not just myself, and it has been the second most important step in my recovery. The gift of finally receiving the insight remains integral to my journey because, you see, it helped lead me to the dissolution of guilt and pain. It afforded me the clarity to check my next move and respond. It has gifted me the joy of seeing my son's concern when he would make a mistake or interrupt me, wash away, because my response would be one of patience and care. I am so grateful for time. I now have what I need to look on my undoing and destruction in the eye.
to say, I know I wasn't perfect, but I'm working on it. To be graceful and to be proud. Time. I feel like I have lost so many moments to my disease, but time is now on my side. I want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast building platform that teaches you to create, distribute, and monetize your podcast for free. Anchor has built-in recording, uploading, and editing tools so that you can easily publish your episodes and then distribute your new podcast to the most popular podcast listening apps with the push of a button. Anchor believes everyone's stories can and should be heard, so they're giving creators around the world, from first-time podcasters like me to pros, a powerful platform to share their voices. So, if you're considering starting a podcast, check out Anchor. Here at The Sober Gay Guy, I laugh cry and talk a lot with some of my friends about our journey to sobriety, but make no mistake, we are not a health group. If you or someone you know or love is in crisis, please seek the help you need. SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, is a free national helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. If you're a queer person in the Chicagoland area, the Center on Halsted is a safe space that can help you. They can be reached at 773-472-6469. You are not alone. We are all important. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'm so appreciative of your support. You taking the time to listen to my podcast means the world to me. Please feel free to leave me a rating or a comment on Spotify or Apple or any one of the platforms that I share my podcast on. I would be happy to read them on the air. If there's something you want me to hear or something you think I could do better, I want to hear that too. Thanks again for listening. Take care.